want to be a college football coach, prepare to sit a lot on planes because that's what's going on right now with the Penn State coaches. They are all across America uh, seeing recruits during the January open period, although they are filtering back towards State College and Happy Valley for Junior Day, which is coming up tomorrow, and that's why Ryan Snyder is on the show. Also, I always enjoy hanging out with Ryan. That's why he's on the show. like to end the week this way. So, Ryan, how you doing? What a nice guy. I enjoy hanging out with you, too. Uh, I'll be better when the contact period's over, right? I mean, we're halfway through it. It's uh, nonstop every day, but uh, I can't complain, right? I mean, coaches are literally crisscrossing the country, and I'm sitting here in my basement. So, next subject. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's We're going to talk about where they've been, where they're going on the BWI Daily Edition, but also Junior Day coming up tomorrow. There are uh, a couple of them left, so we want to get insight into who's going to be on campus, the names to know, and all of that stuff. So, let's just start there. Uh, what are the names people should know about this junior day list and uh, some of the players coming to happy Valley that should keep your eye on. Yeah. So it's look, we're looking back to last weekend. Uh, there was, uh, let's see, 19 scholarship guys, I believe it was and around 30 players total. And when I, when I look forward to 20, the, the January 29th junior day, I think that's going to be something similar uh, where, where Penn State's trying to get as many uh, elite guys on on campus as they can. Uh, this one's definitely going to be um, down a bit more compared to those when it, when it comes to true scholarship talent. Uh, as of now, I have, let me see here, guys with an offer. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, and, and we may add, a, you know, but by the time uh, tomorrow rolls around, we may add a couple of them. But uh, it's, you know, a, a solid list of guys, but you're not you don't have too many of those deep four star players this week. And what I think I think what Penn State's trying to do here is in the past, they have had a junior day, usually in January, uh, where it was mainly about the, the walk-ons that they were trying to bring on campus. And, that, and that's going to be another theme uh, of this junior day. You're going to have probably about a dozen or so guys who are 2020 guys uh, that, that are going to be up here and spending time with the staff. And, and usually in past years, they kind of had their own junior day. I know we're calling it junior day. You know, the, obviously the walk-ons are seniors, but they had their right. own get-together, we'll call it, right? Uh, and I think because we didn't have – um, you know, I, I know recruiting's been back since June, but because we missed out on last January, uh, I think they're kind of combining it this year. So that there are still quality guys, uh, but this just this one is going to be a bit more on uh, walk-on guys and, and guys emerging up through the ranks. So to actually answer the question of who's going to actually be here, uh, a couple guys to keep an eye on. I think Kenny Johnson, a lot of fans are familiar with now, wide receiver out of Dallas Town, somebody I'm pretty high on. I, I feel I've said this for a while. If Kenny Johnson was just a little bit faster, I feel like he'd have a dozen offers by now, maybe more. Uh, West Virginia, or excuse me, yeah, West Virginia and Rutgers uh, recently offered. So he's adding some power fives, and and Penn State was was one of the first schools to jump on board. But when you watch his film, everything else is there. He's just not a, he's just not a speedster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I'll actually look forward to to maybe getting to see him out of camp this year, and you know, getting official time on what what his speed is because he's incredibly uh, gifted at high pointing the ball, great hands. I mean, route running's precise. There's a lot of things to like there. Um, just isn't one of those guys that usually can uh, break away from a safety. So. 
Anyway, uh, a couple other guys, uh, Anthony Brown, uh, Minnesota commitment uh, from Springfield, Ohio, is expected to come in. Brown, like uh, he's been committed to Minnesota, I believe, since the beginning of September. Uh, but I know he's been talking to Penn State for a while now because I, I've had a couple times over the last year where I was expecting him to come for a game or some sort of visit, and I don't believe he's ever made it. I believe this will be his first time. Uh, but I know, you know, just just from talking to people, there, there's definitely been a lot of conversations there, and he's been wanting. Uh, to get on campus. So as of now, I'm expecting that to happen. Uh, D. Creighton is a really interesting linebacker prospect that I didn't really know a ton about uh, until this past week. I interviewed him, uh, let me think, Wednesday night. And boy, this kid's I've really enjoyed talking to this kid. He's, he's a really smart young man, Three, uh, pretty much an honor roll student, 3-4, three, 3-5 three, GPA. Uh, a lot of solid offers down south. Yeah, he, he's missing out on, you know, he's, he's from, you know, right outside Atlanta. He's missing out on some of those really elite offers, the, the Georgias, the Alabamas. But uh, Auburn's very much in the mix, Florida State, uh, Arkansas. You know, he, he has he has those quality offers, uh, but not those elite, elite offers yet. Right. Um, you know, on three has him as a, as a four-star player, 235 nationally, according to consensus. Uh, we have him listed at 6'1 and a half, 222 pounds. So um, looks like a solid Mike. Maybe I, I, I'd have to see him run. You know, maybe he could be a, a Sam or a Will. I, I'm not exactly sure. But, uh, you know, the, the linebacker board is, is really loaded this year. So I, I was kind of – I didn't know how interested Penn State was. And uh, after talking to him, there, there's definitely a good relationship there. He said he's FaceTiming with Franklin uh, about once every week or two. So that's that's a pretty good ratio compared to some other guys I've gotten to know. Um, just looking through the list. Go ahead, t Quick question about that, actually, because – uh, mm-hmm. something that you and I have talked about uh, previously and something that has been brought up to me a couple times by some of the people in the Lions Den message board is the linebacker position in general. Is Penn State going to go heavy after that position, do you think? And is that a factor in, in kind of their interest in him? No, when you look at the scholarship board, they need transfers. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, mean, I think anybody who's seen the scholarship board that uh, Dave put up this past week, uh, they, they need uh sophomores and juniors you know guys who you know maybe if they don't have real long game experience they've been in a college program for a year or two or uh you know at least have some kind of experience because it's it's very thin uh when you look at the upperclassmen so i think it really depends on what we see from now uh to may when when guys can enroll of course classes are are more than a week in now so you, you can't you can't add anybody uh, and you know, which is unfortunate for Penn State because a lot of schools down south and elsewhere uh, won't be beginning classes really until this upcoming week. So they've you know they've had basically two extra weeks to add players. So yeah, the the defensive tackle from Miami just yesterday committed to Arizona State. So mm-hmm. those those moves are still happening across the country, but it's kind of locked down. Des Holmes. Yep, Des yeah, Holmes. Holmes committed to Arizona State too. So yeah. So we will see. I mean, to to me, I, I would think that they would love to get some get some guys that can contribute uh, above, you know, adding high school freshmen, especially guys that can't sign and you know want to be here for a whole another summer. But if they're not really able to do that, you gotta you gotta fill fill the gap somewhere. And you know, yeah. they, I, I'm sure they would probably take a few more. You know, to me, like for the offensive line, I feel like. Like they're going to take transfer guys no matter what, and they've been they've been pushing so hard that you know everything shouts that the twenty twenty three offensive line class isn't going to really impact the transfer um, guys. Now linebacker, I, I don't quite get that vibe yet. I mean, maybe I might just be wrong, and they might be completely separate. I mean, obviously from a uh, projection standpoint, they don't really have anything to do with uh, with each other. But right now, I would think you know at least at least 
at least two quality linebackers, probably more like three when you look at the depth in the class. Yeah. Um, you know, and if they're able to add some transfers, maybe that would just be two. But it's an important position, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, so d- other names you were about to mention on the list, one or two that you, you think are important for Penn State fans to know. So Dominic Nichols is a 2024 player uh, that really interests me. Uh, Penn State seems to be incredibly high on him. And I, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't know a whole lot about him about a month ago. And Penn State offered, I think it's been about 10 days or so, maybe a little bit longer now. Uh, and I, got, I got to talk to him the other night. Uh, he's actually been to a whiteout game before, attending one of the Ohio State uh, whiteout games, just as a fan. Uh, but, but his recruitment is incredibly new. I mean, I was... If he's, I think he's got all four of his offers within the last couple of weeks, and I was trying to, you know, talk to him, you know, get a, get a feel for how active he's been, and it really hasn't been much. I mean, everything's just going through his coach, and uh, you know, then he he calls coaches here and there, but and, and that's how it is for a lot of these twenty twenty four guys. Penn State won't be able to uh, contact them until the the beginning of uh, September this year. So, uh, but he, he's definitely a player to watch. You know, I had somebody mention to me mm, that they think he could be a kind of like a top one fifty, uh, top two hundred four-star kind of player uh, mm-hmm. once once he's able to get out the camps and just kind of get his name out there more. I, I don't really know where Oakdale is in, in Maryland, so I think it's kind of a smaller school, and uh, you know we, we'll, we'll see how he progresses with time. Uh, just one other guy then who, who doesn't have an offer yet, and I want to mention him, is Cole Serber. He's from Patriot High School in Noakesville, Virginia. Uh, Manny Diaz and Anthony Poindexter, I believe, uh, were expected to stop by his school on Thursday. So they're stopping by his school – and now he's coming on campus. So when I at, when I see those things, you know, when you're going to a school right before a player is expected to come visit you, that tells me there's real interest there. Yeah. And now when, when you pull up his size then, too, we have him listed at 6'6", 265. T. Frank, what's that say? He's a tackle. He's a tackle. Right? Look at he's that. He's a tackle. <laughs> so, We've got uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course – uh, well, let's see what he let's see what he weighs in and, and you know, measures yeah. that after yep. his Penn State visit. That's when yep. he'll be six, three and a half and, you know, uh, <laughs> 280 or something like that. Twenty nine inch uh, arms. No, no actually, I, I've talked to Cole a little bit. He seems like a great kid. He doesn't. Yeah. Everybody adds an inch. Don't get me wrong, but yep. uh, I don't get the sense he's somebody vastly inflating his numbers. Uh, some guys do. I don't think Cole's one of them. But but anyway, I mean, you know, they we know they need tackles. Uh, they're like I said, going to a school two days before the kid's supposed to visit, and then when you pull up his his scholarship chart, man, I mean, it, it's it's got a, a quality offers from Tennessee, West Virginia, South Carolina, Virginia, Pitt, Maryland. I mean, there's Kentucky. Kentucky's a good offensive line school too. Yeah, uh, there, there's there's you know, there, there's some there's some signs there that this could be somebody Penn State's going to offer. So um, doesn't have an offer yet, but uh, by uh, Saturday night, that might be different. And, and speaking of offensive linemen and some people that do have a commitment from Penn State football and that have committed to Penn State football, your conversation with Alex Birchmeyer over at BlueWhiteIllustrated.com, mm-hmm. I highly suggest that you read it. What's that? You can't because it's a plus article. Seems like a great time to go sign up and uh, spend one of your American dollars for 12 months of access. One dollar gets you an entire year's worth of time. Now, time is the most precious commodity in the world, and you just bought it for a song. So go do that right now. You can read the conversation between Ryan and Alex, and he is an impressive kid, isn't he? Mm-hmm. You can if you have Canadian dollar too. You said if yeah. you have an American, I think Canadian dollar will accept that as well. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah. No, he, I don't know if we're taking Bitcoin impressive. yet though. Uh. 
Hey, I'll take it. You can send me my Venmo. <laughs> I don't know anything about Bitcoin, but I'll, I'll take it. I'll take some. Uh, but no, Alex is awesome. And, and it's been so long since I caught up with him. That's kind of why we did it. Uh, I know he's a, an excellent wrestler. Of course, he, he was Virginia's uh, heavyweight champion uh, last year. And, you know, all he's definitely on pace to, to get another gold medal this year. I don't want to jinx him, though. So I'll knock on wood here if I just jinxed him. But, uh, but Alex is awesome, man. He, he's got his head on straight. I mean, all of his answers are excellent. Uh, I got, I asked him, you know, who, who he kind of models himself after. Landon Tangwall was his answer. I think I thought fans Perfect. would love that. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I asked his favorite thing about the recruiting process, and he said getting it over with so he can focus on just getting better. <laughs> Which I was like, oh my god, you're perfect already, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so you know, there's just a lot of good answers there, and. Um, you know, incredibly mature kid for his age, but it was it was good catching up with him. And uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there about who he's recruiting and uh, how wrestling helps him. And uh, you know, we had some fun too, just kind of uh, getting to know him more. So check it out, appreciate it. Yeah, and I, I I loved his answer, especially when you were asking him some stuff about his game and how he wants to improve and how wrestling translates and all that stuff. He he has all of the right answers. So for mm-hmm. Penn State football fans, again with the offensive line and the conversations about Phil Troutwine, it's like you gotta see this kid. Like even if you don't mm-hmm. go watch T Frank's film room, if you want to go watch the huddle highlights, whatever. Definitely check out Alex Birchmeyer. It's going to start to shape your opinion in a different way about what Penn State is building on the offensive line and with the guy you mentioned, like Landon Tengwall. So with coaches all over the country, you mentioned a couple of guys at a couple of different places. Can you give us a little bit more information about where maybe James Franklin has been and some of the other assistant coaches and some key visits they may be making? Who's where right now? Mm-hmm. So they spent uh, basically Tuesday and Wednesday in the South. And I think Wednesday was uh, eight different states. Um, Manny Diaz was in Alabama checking out some top defensive guys. Uh, James Franklin was in the North Carolina area. I believe he was there with uh, Howe and Mike Yurchich checking up on some guys. Uh, so it, they, they were all over Wednesday, just really in the South, from Florida to Georgia. Um, I'm trying to think what were some other states. Uh, uh, Stubblefields was up in Michigan. Um, you know, I mentioned Florida, Alabama, North Carolina. It was it was primarily in the South. Thursday, or and one one other interesting visit on Wednesday was that Franklin uh, came came up north then to Pittsburgh to watch Quentin Martin and Rodney Gallagher play a basketball game against each other. Um, those two are you know right up there at the top of Penn State's recruiting board for their respective classes. You know, Rodney Gallagher, if if he's not their top receiver, he's he's right up there. Uh, you know, and, and if whoever their top guy is is probably one of those national you know freak of an athletes that uh, yeah you know. Penn State needs to get on campus. And then Quentin Martin, I mean, I've had, I've said this before, you know, I've had people inside Lash tell me that Quentin Martin might be the best athlete in Pennsylvania since Michael Parsons. So he's 2024, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 Quentin's got two more years to go. Uh, He's an athlete. Uh, We have him listed as an athlete. I think he's going to be a running back, but he could be a linebacker. I mean, he's just, he could play uh, anything. I remember you you told me about him during the football season. So I, I usually don't go watch the film until they commit to Penn state, but you piqued my interest and uh, you know, class of 2024. So he's what ninth grader on the field or 10th grader on the field. He he was a 10th grader, the 10th grader. And he's larger than everybody else in 10th grade Mm -hmm. and looked like a college football player in 10th grade. So again, one of those, we, Talk, you talk about one of those national bizarro athletes. It's what he looked like. So yeah, very yep. important prospect. Yep. So then on Thursday, we'll we'll get into some of the Thursday stops. Then um, you know Franklin stayed in Pittsburgh because he was there. Of course, Wednesday night, uh, Lamont Payne, Anthony Speck, uh, Tamir Brown. 
uh, over to Aliquippa to see some of the young guys like Cameron Lindsay and uh, Tyke Hayes. Uh, I know Mike Yurchitz and, and Taylor Stubblefield were out in Detroit to check out on Dante Moore. Dante Moore has uh, been Penn State's uh, top. Top top quarterback prospect in 2023 for a while now, and I don't I don't see that changing. It's not going to be easy to get him, especially if Harbaugh stays in Michigan. I think they have an edge, but uh, you know Penn State's in the mix there. We'll we'll see what happens. I think they can get an official, but it's not going to be easy. Uh, Trout Wine was back in North Jersey. I mean, you'll you'll always find him up there. Uh, guys like Chase Basantis, of course. I mean, he's he's I think he stops at Chase Basantis School like every week during during the December contact period and now it's pretty much in, in the January one. I, I'm sure he'll be there next week at some point too. Uh, I mentioned Manny Diaz and Anthony Poindexter stopping to see Cole Serber. Uh, in that same area, you'll find uh, Fairfax. Um, Unity Reed is another one too. Uh, Tony Rojas is one of Penn State's top three, three or so linebacker prospects in this class. Uh, they stopped in to see him. And Amari Campbell is an interesting up and coming linebacker in 2023 uh, that they stopped in to see. So that that was kind of the, the gist of, of Thursday. There's other things like, like uh, Jay Wan Sider was in the Richmond area. Ty Howe was just going through public schools uh, in, in Maryland. I know John Scott's down in Tampa. I don't know exactly who he was seeing. I do know Stacy Collins, of course, the new special teams coordinator. Joe Lorig always oversaw uh, Orlando. And now Collins has been down there. I believe he was there Wednesday and Thursday. And and to me, him spending two days there is that that's going to become his primary recruiting territory, at least mm-hmm. in Florida. Uh, so he's probably just building different relationships with different coaches, not really there to see specific players, uh, but just kind of, hey, this is going to be my area. You know, we, this is going to be important to us. Uh, you know, let's get to know each other kind of thing. So um, the Friday visits we'll leave. We'll leave to the uh, the message board or, you know, to, to our premium subscribers. But, uh, you know, it was a good week, you know, down south in the beginning. Now kind of up more in the area, and uh, next week will be important too. They're they're going to go see a really important twenty twenty two prospect uh, way out west. I think we're going to get into here in a minute. What um, and just quickly about Stacy Collins. I know that he's new to the staff, and and you build relationships with these guys. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to him personally yet, but what is the impression you've gotten from the staff about him as a recruiter and what he does out there to find talent for Penn State? Okay, do you want me to just make stuff up right now? Because I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I have not yeah. asked. I have not asked. I, I couldn't tell you, man. Uh, you know, when we get into February, uh, I'll, I'll have maybe a little more time to ask around about that stuff. But, uh, you know, right now it's just been all about trying to build these junior day lists and track down where all these coaches are going. Yeah. Yeah, I threw. Just, sometimes I throw you a curveball, and it, it we hit it out of the park. And sometimes I hit you with it. And and you know sometimes yeah. that's just the the magic of almost live television. So I've tried, I've tried before to like think quick and like come up with something, and then usually I listen to it back, and I'm like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? Like, just, just say you don't know. And, and I've learned over the years to always just be honest, man. Because I when I was younger, I used to always just. Like I just, I feel there's so many people in our industry that just can't admit that they don't know something. Yeah. Like you know, especially like scout wise, like they always. I just over the years, I feel like a lot of my colleagues just they always know, you know, who, they're in the loop with this kid or whatever it is. And I think people just appreciate when you when you say you got to learn more, and you know that's what I'll always do. So speaking of learning more, since the last time we talked, there is a uh, there is a, a prospect out west that Phil Troutwin is uh, interested in. Offensive lineman for the class of 2022. So I'm going to let you pronounce his name to you, Frank. Go. Go. Uh, No, you. Vega Iwane is what I'm going with. Hey, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's it's either that or Leone. I'm not sure. I think it's, I mean, I think it's an I. He started 
but whether you pronounce it as an L, I'm not exactly sure. But uh, yeah, I'll get into the point though here. We, we Penn State has offered him, uh, and he's pretty much the only 2022 high school prospect that they seem to be really pushing hard for. Uh, we are expecting him to take an official visit here next weekend, uh, January 29th, 30th range uh, from Graham, Washington. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure where Graham is. I'm not sure if it's close to Seattle or not, uh, but he's going to be making the trip, or at least that's the plan uh, is for him to make the trip. And then I'm also expecting the other news I learned this week is that I'm expecting Troutwine uh, to fly out there uh, on Monday. Uh, so if it's that Monday, it'll be Tuesday. But I know it's going to be very early in the week. I believe it's going to be Monday. Uh, and that will be, I believe, an in-home visit. And then I, I'll be curious to actually see if Franklin's going to make that too uh, because he won't be able to make an in-home visit after. And, of course, Franklin only gets uh, one in-home. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's James and Troutwine. But I do know that uh, Troutwine is expected to be there. I believe it's Monday, if not Tuesday. So the priority seems to be there. I mean, it, obviously, you offering somebody this late in the process a lot of this stuff gets condensed but what's your sense of of the priority of of signing him if they can by that traditional deadline they i mean it's hard it's hard to really yeah. know because it's not like he's opening up uh, to anybody right now you know there's not a well first off he's at the polynesian bowl right now um you know obviously way out in hawaii so we're on like a what like a seven hour time difference at the moment uh there i just haven't seen too many interviews with people from him out there the poly bowl is always kind of mysterious right like people go out there but like i never see a lot of uh you know, because nobody's sending nobody sending Ryan Snyder all the way to Hawaii to do his job. That's the problem. Hey, is there's someone like brought two- that up. <laughs> someone brought that up on our message board the other day. It was like Ryan, you know, you know, don't you want to go to Hawaii? Like, dude, if I'm flying 21 hours round trip to Hawaii, like I am not working 10 hour days. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I'd rather you send me to. Bismarck, you know, because if I got to work the whole time, like, no, that's just not going to that's not going to fly. So I don't expect myself to ever go to the Poly Bowl. Uh, But back on subject, I mean, I I say this. I mean, I think Penn State feels like they are off to a good start with that relationship. They wouldn't have offered him if they didn't think that it was actually a realistic uh, opportunity Mm -hmm. to land him. And, uh, you know, he's he's expected to come for an official visit. So all all three of those things are are positive. Uh, But but I'd be lying if I said I really understood who else is in the mix? I mean, we know he decommitted from Washington. I don't believe he was anywhere on the 15th. And uh, I know he's at the Poly Bowl now, so he's not going to be anywhere this weekend. So if Penn State is that one school that gets him for an official visit before uh, everything shuts down and signing day rolls around that following week. That's obviously a great sign. Yeah. Uh, but uh, who else is really pushing hard for him at the moment? I wish I had an answer for. But w- we will see what happens. I know Penn State's going to put their best foot forward. It certainly is interesting and, and, and mysterious. And to completely derail us again, fun fact, the reason I wanted to get into broadcasting originally was because I watched the Pro Bowl as a kid and I thought it was so fun. And I thought I could get a trip to Hawaii. Mm. Now, now it's in Orlando. Orlando? Now it's in Orlando, Orlando, and I'm like, I don't want to go to Florida. Like, <laughs> I wanted to go to Hawaii, but no. Now <laughs> that dream was shattered ten years ago. Also, with the fact I never, you know, covered the NFL ever in my career. <laughs> so, but uh, any, is there is there anything else that's on your radar that we didn't talk about? Any other prospects or any other things coming up that Penn State fans should know about? <laughs> I mean, just the transfer portal, Carlos Hunter Norzad's going to be up here this weekend uh, for his official visit. Uh, we know Virginia Tech will be midweek, I think the 25th, I want to say. And then Iowa will get the last chance uh, on the 28th, 29th, 30th, kind of in that range. So, you know, all indications have been that Iowa 
probably has the edge um, just from their kind of history. Uh, and th- this is kind of all talk from sources more than like Hunter really talking about it. So, and the right. fact that he's taking all five officials uh, tells me that he probably has a, a lot more to figure out than than yeah. you know what people really know. But the talk, at least, was always. Iowa and Penn State probably has the best chance to knock them off. I do know that Brent Pry and Virginia Tech are going hard after him. That's been something that people have been talking about more and more. So I'm curious to see how that Tech visit goes on the 25th. And, of course, I'm, I'll be very curious to see the the feedback we get from, from Penn State. I mean, I've had a couple – text with him uh but nothing you know that i can really you know write a full story on i know he you know i know he said he was impressed with uh you know how penn state was able to take eric wilson and get him into their system obviously he's from cornell so yeah uh yeah he looks at the former ivy league connection there but yeah only time will tell and of course hunter's not going to be joining his next school until may because he's going to yeah. graduate from cornell for first which of course uh, anyone should uh, so I don't know when we're really we're going to have a decision either. I mean, it could drag out a couple more weeks. It could drag out months. I would think that after he wraps up these visits, it wouldn't be too long. But uh, right, you know, only time is really going to tell. Of course, Tyler Steen, then, of course, the Vanderbilt uh, tackle. I'm trying to get a feel for when he might take an official. Uh, haven't, haven't been able to learn much there yet, but we will we will ask around. I, I find uh, Norzad interesting because the fact that Iowa is interested in him, and Tyler Linderbaum just went to the NFL. They've had a long track record of having a really good center. I kind of see some similarities there where mm-hmm. that might be a good fit. I, You know, the, the idea, if he were to come to Penn State, I don't think that it's set in stone that Juice Scruggs is the center for next year. That might oh, add no. competition to that particular uh, position. I think that'd be very good for Penn State, but, uh, you know, I could see... Uh, any of the interior positions for Norzad being an open thing for him, but I just just the way he played set, the way he played tackle when I watched him on film reminded me of the Arkansas Center where he just throws his body into people. Dude, and the then, Arkansas Center is incredible. Yeah, yeah, that, he was fun. He's an incredible player. Yeah, I mean he's I mean he's gonna be a top draft pick, right? Like maybe not first round, but I believe I believe he's like. Top 50 or so. He, he should be. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. really delved into the draft as far as like uh, names that aren't obvious to Penn State fans, but I was super impressed with him as a football player because he just he flew around the football field, and I see a little bit of that from Norzad of his ability to reach block and to do those things at center that Penn State needs in their system. So I don't think, mm-hmm. for Penn State fans that are kind of piecing the line together, I don't think that it's just guard that he fits. I guess that was what I wanted to add about him. And then Steen is an interesting positional guy as well. So one or both of those guys clearly is important for Penn State. Uh, mm-hmm. Lot to lot to go over this week. Thanks for coming on the show. Always appreciate you having having you here. Hey man, we're coworkers, right? <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? Well, <laughs> listen, listen. You've got a lot of stuff to do, so I always you appreciate always me up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go hang out now and you know do nothing. No, I'm kidding. I I, I will work still, but uh, of course, man, no problem. Let's I was do it again next Friday. Next I, Friday will be a good junior day, by the way. Like okay. next Friday is shaping up to be probably the best of the three um, from what I've gathered so far. So that'll be one to tune in for, and uh, you know we should have some good reactions after that. If there's if there's going to be a commitment, it'll be immediately after this next one from way things are. I felt I sound like a weatherman right now. You know, there's going to be a big one next week. Stay tuned. Well, I was told there was supposed to be snow any of the last couple, like, 24 hours, and that did not happen on Thursday. So uh, we'll see. And you know what? 
no matter what happens, it's a great excuse to go subscribe to Blue White Illustrated. $1, link is in the description of the video. The outro music is playing, so you got a couple things to do. Like the video, you watched the whole thing, you enjoyed it, you ate the whole candy bar. Then go click on that link, subscribe to Blue White Illustrated, and get Ryan's inside information before we get here next Friday. And then it's going to be a recap for you. You get to hang out, eat Cheetos, and, and have fun talking Penn State football with us. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr. We'll talk to you to uh, next week. <laughs>